Welcome to an I Thought It Smelled Bad on the Outside, a podcast about Star Wars. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle Jones, and with me, as always, is Brent Stevenson. Greetings and salutations. Uh, is that a new Empire hat you're uh, sporting this evening? This is my $4 Empire hat. Nice. That was correctly, imp- that was properly imp- uh, priced at GameStop. Ah, Okay. So I enjoyed even more than I know I only paid for like $4 for it. Uh, very nice. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I can Well, you know, good for you to support the, the empire. Um, yep. You know, they, they are going to be coming on tough times. So, uh, yep. every dollar counts. Uh, although the fact that you ripped off uh, GameStop <laughs> on that hat might be the reason that the empire has fallen. Swear to God, I'm not a rebel. Or maybe. Yeah. So, obviously, we're going to be talking about uh, Andor Episode 7 this evening. Uh, So, as always, spoilers. Uh, Although, we're recording this a little bit later than we uh, have been the last few weeks. So, this is people have had more time to have seen the episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, we haven't discussed it at all. What did you think of Episode 7? There was a, I, first of all, I loved it. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot to unpack in this episode. Mm-hmm. There was a lot going on, which was awesome. Yes. Uh, again, just again, seeing all the ramifications of what happened in the last episode. Um, just, I, I really took my time. I watched this episode twice. I watched it one more time just before we came on. Okay. Just because there was so much going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which was all good. All good. Um, but yeah, it's uh, this episode maybe set up, pay attention. And I just loved it like all the other episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's definitely one that I probably should have gone back and watched again. Um because I have read some things that uh, online that um, I did not pick up at all. Um, some stuff about maybe when this episode or parts of this episode take place, <clears throat> which does clear some things up. Um, this, yeah, this was a dense episode. Um, once again, it did not go... In a lot of ways, it did not go in the directions I had expected it to. No. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, yep. probably the, the biggest thing was uh, I, I thought once again that we were going to see some turn that was going to have um, and or decide to, uh, you know, um, join the rebellion uh, or mm. or that the people that he was working for would want uh to find him, you know, to give him more missions. Yes. Uh, but we, <laughs> yep. we learned what about halfway through the episode that, that they do <laughs> want to find uh, Luthen does want to find Andor, but mm-hmm. to kill him because he knows yeah. too much. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, it, it's, as much as what's going on, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that did not. I could, I would never predict it, and again, not going where I thought it would go as well. Um, Luthen continues to become a more and more interesting character. Oh yeah. Um, one of the things that, uh, one of the things that I liked about this episode was that the empire didn't feel like the bad guys. Yes. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Watching them, uh, you know, to be like, some of them seem, did seem incompetent. Uh, And so specifically the, the scene where, uh, and I think we're going to probably going to be jumping all over the place. (laughs) Tonight, oh, but uh, that's fine because we'll i cause i'm pretty sure now it, it might have been near the beginning of the episode when the uh at the isb bureau 
I guess mm-hmm. that's re- repetitive at the ISB where they're having the, uh, the meeting and Deere um, points out that, you know, that the rebels are taking advantage of um, some super, you know, imperial bureaucracy. Yep. That was near mm-hmm. the beginning, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty close to it. Yeah. So we get a, we get another ISB agent calling out Deere saying that uh, trying to bring to everyone's attention that she has been uh, essentially going beyond her um, her territory and pull and pulling data secretly yeah uh, and um, the person that, that does it believes that she's going to be uh, in trouble and he's gonna be uh, you know applauded for uncovering such you know, uh, misappropriation of power and information uh but instead uh, she gets an attaboy and, and a warning uh and she does and i liked one of the things I, there was so much that i liked about this episode i, I shouldn't say that there was one thing i liked i like that we get a better sense of how, like how the empire is, is laid out with all these yeah. you know like with all these sectors and um it reminds, and and that's what she explains that the rebels have been able to uh, to get away with uh, with everything that they're doing because they keep doing things in different sectors and no one's sharing information. Right. Yes. Uh, and it felt very much like um, it's, I guess it's less so now, but um, when you watch older shows or you hear about like serial killers or people went on like crime waves uh in in the u.s um you know like in the 70s and 80s where all you'd have to do is you know go to like one jurisdiction over and no one's you know no one's sharing information so you know this guy who might have killed someone like in seven different jurisdictions no one knows anybody they just think it's a one-off right so they don't you know uh, or yep. murder or, or, you know, robberies or whatever. Um, so th- like it, so the fact that the, the empire is doing that as well, it, it seems very reasonable. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So we, we finished that whole, that whole scene, um, with, uh, a deer getting a warning, uh, to watch her back. Yeah, so she gets her at a boy or at a girl or whatever, at <laughs> a person. Uh and but then it's like, yeah, watch your back. Mm-hmm. And once again, um th- this episode really felt like a spy uh show. It did, it really did. Um and a lot of the elements of it. And so there the section um th- that reminded me of um uh probably more so the the Jack Ryan books, the early ones than the movies. Um, mm-hmm. But in it, it, it's always, you know, or at least with most of the portrayals of Jack Ryan, um, you know, he, he always starts off as an analyst and he's always, you know, the one that's pointing out, Hey, here's something that no one else is seeing. Um, and then, <laughs> you know, is usually stepping over people's uh, toes and, and gets warning. So I, so I, you know, I really enjoyed that. Um, we got to see more stuff on Coruscant. That was very cool to see too. Finally got to see that, uh, dinner party that Mon Mothma was throwing. Okay. Or her husband was throwing. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> so yeah, let's just talk about this dinner party. Yep. How, like if the entire episode was just that dinner party. The, they could have, yes, they could have spent the entire episode just on uh, that party alone. Uh, and the conversation that Mon Mothma was having with uh, a uh, childhood friend who turns out he's not a big fan or he's not becoming a big fan of the Empire. And she's slowly talking him and seeing where he kind of lies and if he can I could have I could have watched them dance around having a direct conversation for 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, it was so in, uh, engaging and the idea that she would try recruiting someone 
mm-hmm. uh, at a party in plain at sight. That party. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't think that the, that there would be a lot of tension in, in a in scenes that take place at a dinner party. But they they found a way to obviously not to the level of tension that we got last in last week's episode where it was just ratcheting up, you know, mm. with, with every scene. But still tense enough, like seeing you know their their initial conversation where he believes that she you know that um that, that she's part of the imperial machine, yeah, um and what is the line that you know that she might find you know some of his beliefs distasteful or distasteful. yeah yeah which she gets to which she gets to repeat back to him uh later on mhm yeah that would uh and keep smiling yes <laughs> keep looking keep smiling uh we also get to find out just before that that dinner party um that Mon Motho really was not aware of the mission. That surprised me a, a bit. And she did not like that. The mission took place on top of that. No, <laughs> she was very, cause I'm, I'm assuming it's, she says probably putting her in a really bad position because of all the spying that's being done on her. Mm-hmm. She's going to be the first one they go after. Uh, yeah, um, which obviously made that scene, you know, a, a little more tense because, or the the party scene because now she doesn't know if this is someone that uh, she can trust. Um, mm-hmm. We did get, uh, I don't know, did we talk about it before? Whether or not we were wondering if her driver was a, uh, was a spy. Um, she believed it was, I'm not sure if we talked, I'm sure we must've touched on it, but, um, but she vocalized it in in this episode. She, she did, um, she she did in another episode too. The first time we see her. Yeah. She, because it was a new driver. Okay. Um, so she, she's, she was assuming they were key, keep switching drivers on her for, for, uh, for people to spy on her. Ah, Okay. I must've missed that. But, Oh, you know, I, I just, I'm just still keep thinking about the dinner party and dinner, yeah, um, the, the you know, the, it 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 also just looked great. Um, it did, did you know? Um, and another thing that this show has been doing a really good job of is us getting to see normal people. Yeah, for the most part, you know, the, the people. It. Yeah, people that just you know like kind of have like normal jobs or, or doing normal things, and uh, and that's what we got. Uh, exactly. Um, and we also got to see the uh, some of the Coruscant uh, public transit system. Oh yes, yep. <laughs> Which let's uh, <laughs> get like I don't know why that excited me so much. Um, but maybe just because it just felt um, like we were getting to see more of Coruscant and it, it would just make sense that they would have some sort of uh, transit system. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think, was there anything else that came out of the, specifically that came out of the dinner party? Um, I know she was asking her friend, uh, she said for, to not trust her husband. Yes. He doesn't know any of this to just to reiterate, reiterate that. Yeah. And she was basically telling him what she's doing, but then she kind of didn't want to tell him what she was exactly doing because it's better for him not to know. Yeah. Um, just to keep him in and not really in the loop, but uh, so he can't give her up at all. Mm-hmm. Um. Trying to think what else too. Everything was pretty much centered on her, and it almost seemed like her husband didn't trust her either, because he was kind of following her throughout uh, her uh, walking mm-hmm. with uh, her childhood friend. So I, it kind of makes me wonder what he is. He kind of maybe a spy as well too. I I I don't know. Just I just 
kind of took notice that he was following her room to room sort of thing. He always had her in his, uh, his eyesights. So I'd be kind of curious if anything kind of becomes of that as well, too. Do you think that he suspects her specifically of being like a rebel sympathizer or that just something is going on? It's hard to say. I guess probably he might not think that he, she's a rebel sympathizer. I'm sure he must think that there's something going on. Um, and now it, it entered my mind that maybe he thought for a second that he thought maybe she was having an affair with a friend of hers or whatever might've been the reason why he was following them around. But like mm-hmm. the way their conversation goes, they don't see, see too much of each other. And and that's kind of where I, or my thought process has been leading to. Um, cause he, he's indicated, cause in an earlier episode, he pointed out that, he, uh, that she had started up a new charity without him, without talking to him. Um, and she was following around, but he also seems like a little oblivious as well, or maybe not yeah. oblivious isn't right, but he, he feels like he's firmly entrenched in, uh, in what the empire is offering. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it seems like, that it, that would be it would be something hard for him to accept that someone wouldn't want you know wouldn't want the life that's been given to them, or, you know sure, yep, for, through the true. through through the empire, but I could believe him yep. thinking that oh she's you know she's cheating on me, you know yep. so that that and that's probably you know where his mind is going to is she believes that or he believes that she's being you know uh, unfaithful and. Mm-hmm. You know, and and maybe the you know uh, stealing money or moving money around to spend uh, you know on her secret lover. Yeah. Well, remember she says she she wants to be presented as an irritation, as to keep mm-hmm. uh, as using that as a distraction. Yeah. So maybe she is doing that. She's making him think he's doing something, and then you know. But meanwhile, on the other side, she's asking him to kind of help with the re- with the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we got uh, we saw that Cyril got a job. Good for him. Back <laughs> uh, on his feet. <laughs> yeah, doing like some data entry. I'm I'm assuming yeah. <laughs> Very nice, cushy, cozy work atmosphere. Yeah, Not. <laughs> but I don't uh, necessarily understand. Uh, do you know what he, where he was working? Uh, I, you know, I had it in my head of what department he was with, but I, and I lost it. I I can't I can't remember what department he was with because they did mention that specifically, and I don't remember what it was now. Yeah, but but I did find it that, but just a little confusing because like, I know they said it, but. It just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder, yeah, it wasn't due with anyone's garbage, I don't think. No, but it, um, his mother was still, we got his mother still on his case. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we found out that he, uh, he, the modifying his uniform, which we saw in the first episode, that wasn't the only. Yeah. You know, um, it seems like he likes to uh, have all his clothing tailored a little bit, so he mm-hmm. uh, so he stands out. Yep. Um, which is why this job was probably like the ultimate insult. Um, yeah. You know, he he essentially gets you know a cubicle job, and it just becomes like a mindless, <laughs> you know, cubicle person. Um, they did a very good job with a huge wide shot of all the of him and all the cubicles just to pound that uh, pound that image in your head. Yeah, that he's yeah he's just a yeah he's a nobody. Uh, yeah. But once again, I don't think that that's. Uh, I, I've got to imagine that uh, that we're going to find him uh, his story intersecting more with the uh, you know the imperial ones with Deidre's oh, story. Sure. For sure, but that being said, you know, like with with this series so far, like they've done a lot of things that have surprised. 
so we could find out that all we're going to get with this character for the season is just nope that's it he's a failure that's all we wanted to do we thought it was interesting okay and and i'll be on board as long as they keep it uh, entertaining yeah he doesn't like his mother and he likes high collars that's what we'll find out yeah um (laughs) so something that was surprising uh to me was that uh, andor went back to uh is it Fairix. Fairix. Thank Ferex. you. I, I could see the I could see the uh, the, the the ex, but <laughs> he essentially went back to his uh, to the planet he started off on when the show mm-hmm. began. That was risky. <laughs> I didn't think he'd go back there. No, um, but he went back for his mother. Yes, he's a good boy. <clears throat> and in a scene that. Uh, that I thought was well written, well and mm-hmm. well done. Probably one of the best scenes of the of the episode. Um, we find out that his mother does not want to go because of his actions, but she is yeah. unaware that it was his actions. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she says that uh, after hearing about the the heist on Aldari, um, she doesn't want to. Um, sit on her hands anymore and she wants to join the rebellion yep so I kind of got the idea or so it's just to go back when Luthan and Mon Mothma were talking oh yeah and and she was saying you know the empire is going to come you know empire is going to come down all these um, planets and star systems he's like yeah, that's exactly what we want them to do. We want them to see the Empire for who they are, and mm-hmm. that will get people to rise up, which is exactly what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, they're starting to, tart, starting to tighten their grip on the planet, and she sees that, so she knows now that's now is the time to fight because yeah. of what's happening. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and that, um, the fact that Luthen was doing that, once again, it mm-hmm. speaks to like it, it, it's another reason why he, why he he kind of comes across as the bad guy in this show. He almost does, doesn't he? <laughs> Just an asshole. You know, like we know, like we know that we know what he's trying to do. Yeah. Um, and we know that the, the end, you know, the end result is, you know, is noble, but all his, all the actions that he's taking, um, are not, um, which, um, I keep going back to the, the, the line in, um, in Rogue One, uh, you know, uh, it's the, the scene where, um, Jin so has she's decided she's go, that she's uh, going to Scarif, mm-hmm. uh, and she thinks she's going to be going on her own. Uh, and Andor steps up and says, "I've done you know so many horrible things for the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I would like to do one thing that uh, you know that's good or that makes you know to that." I want to do something to make sure that my life has been, uh, you know, worthwhile and that my actions are, have been worth something. And these are the, some, these are some of those horrible actions, even though he hasn't been involved (laughs) in all of them directly. Um, I think that there was a lot of people that are like that, you know, um, you know, as a child, you know, growing up with star Wars, we, I always viewed that the rebels as they were just like the, the good guys. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. uh, you know, and, and the Imperials were the bad guys. Um, yeah. And what's nice about this show um, is that we're getting these nuanced views of them like, where they're not necessarily good or bad. They're just, you know, different sides. Different. Yeah, exactly. Right? Espe- especially the ca- the characters that we're getting in the show. Right. Because mm-hmm. they are showing the quote unquote human side. Mm-hmm. 
of these people as well too. They have families, imperial imperial governors, and imperial people have families. Um, uh, yeah, like the the imperials we saw last week. Yeah, they were bad. You know, good on them. Bad things should have happened to them, right? Yep. <laughs> but the like the people that we've seen this week, like everyone in the ISB, um, seem like you know, like good people. You know, one or two of them seem kind of you know incompetent, but they don't yep. necessarily seem evil. Evil, yes, 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 and. I can't, and we, I didn't, we didn't mention this earlier, but we got a, uh, we got a, a cameo or we got a, a returning character. Star Trooper. Oh, and the clone troopers. Oh, uh, no, we, uh, well, we got clone troopers. That was a flashback, but we got uh, Wolf Ularen. Oh, I, th- yeah, I read about, um, I didn't realize he ended up being somebody in Rebels. I think it's in Rebels. So uh, that joins the Rebel side eventually. No. Oh. Okay, I'm thinking of someone else then. Okay, so Wolf Ularen. And and the best way to deal with this is to work backwards. Yeah. In A New Hope. Uh, the scene where we first meet, uh, where we were on the, the Death Star and we have that Imperial meeting and they talk about the Senate being disbanded. Um, there is one member there um, in a in, uh, ISB uniform with the mm-hmm. white mustache. Okay. That's Wolf Ularen. Oh, okay. So in the Clone Wars... I believe he was General Ularen, and he was the one that was, um, he commanded one of the, uh, the um, star cruisers that uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin were always on. Oh, okay. I, I thought there was, I thought it was Rebels, but yeah, no, Clone Wars. Yeah. So... Yep. Once again, we got a character that, and he, so he was just kind of at the beginning, and um, yeah. but we have a character once that you know through all of uh, through all of the Clone Wars, he was he he wasn't evil. Nope. No, you know, like he was he was helping out uh, Obi Wan and Anakin. He was just a career military guy, so, yeah. <laughs> you know. So he he, he stuck <laughs> with it. So, um, going back, so Endor tries to get his mother to leave. She doesn't want to. Um, and then we, we get a, a flashback and we find out, uh, what happened to Andor's, uh, adopted father or adoptive father. Yes. Yep. And he was, uh, killed by clone troopers and hung in the city. See, pretty drastic. Uh, yep uh, that was a good they did a very good job with the flashback as well too w- w- yes with with that one yeah 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 um and then uh he goes and tries to get um oh what's her name bix uh bix bix um, or bricks to join him uh she wants nothing to do with him yep uh so he gives her money and and then is on his way yep and leaves and then we get uh, some great scenes um but these are the ones that confused me that i think might have been cleared up that for me now but i'm still confused about but anyway, we jump to like this uh, planet that's like Miami. Yes, starts with an M, name Namos or something like that. Niamos. Niamos. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it, it reminds me of like Miami, though. You know, it's like yes, like it feels yep. you know like the, the, we're seeing a shore and a kind of a beach and hotels and whatnot. 
mm-hmm. and we see Cassian uh, in a what looks like a hotel room I, or, yep. or an apartment with a with a woman, um, and, and he's he's hiding some money, uh, you know, and uh, on top of uh, his shower. And then he goes out for a walk, um, and a couple guys um, run past him. We get a shot of Imperial probe droids, which was great. Um, that was very cool. Yeah. Uh, a couple. So he's walking along the beach where there's a whole bunch of seats. It's almost like a bandstand. You know. Um, mm-hmm. A couple guys run past him, and then some shore troopers uh, run past him. And even though he kind of tries to get out of the way and not be a problem, he gets stopped. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. as a result of being stopped and doing nothing, uh, gets arrested. Yep. And then sentenced to six years. Yes. And so one of the things that I thought was was kind of ironic but we got to put a pin in that. Uh, well, I'll say, but we can come back to it. Is they make a point saying that um, uh, something like uh, that uh, the crime that he was being tried with uh, previously would have only been a six month uh, sentence, but now it's mm-hmm. six years, and it, yeah. it kind of uh, go and it seems in line with what they were saying at the, it was either at the beginning of this episode or at the end of the last one uh, in one of the ISB meetings where they were saying that um, they're going to have to tighten down on everyone and, you know, fines and penalties are going to be five times as, as much as they were before. Yeah. It was this episode. They did that. Okay. They talked about that. Yep. So, Because of his actions, he got a much stiffer penalty. Yep. So, first off, what did you think of these scenes? So, uh, I I don't know what I made of these scenes. It's it's funny. Um, it's uh, it puts you right into the middle of it, like right away. You don't get a lot of time to kind of get your bearings. What's kind of happening mm-hmm. everything happened kind of so fast everything happened kind of fast um just trying to think of the you know of course he's going to be treated unfairly because it's the empire he didn't do anything but they're just on their suspicions alone because he looks suspicious mm-hmm. uh, that's why he got picked up um i, I don't know I, i'm not still i still don't what to make of it yet i guess so i thought it was weird too because it feels like time has passed Mm -hmm. and because essentially we get you know andor on ferrix about to leave and then the next thing we see him is on this this other planet um, so it felt a little, a little jarring. Yes. That's a good word for it. Jarring. Yeah. Um, however, so this is the part that's, that's confused me. So I, I read online, apparently this is a flashback. Oh, okay. All righty. Because it does uh, the way he talks to the woman that's with him in the in the hotel, it mm-hmm. makes it seem like they're in a relationship. So they've been spending a lot of time together. That's kind of mm-hmm. what I got. But a flashback, and they do a job of kind of fooling you because you're assuming the credits that he's grabbing out of the boxes from the robbery. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's a little that's surprising, but it's. <laughs> That uh, that would be a flashback. Yeah, and so the, their argument is is that apparently he looks a little younger. You know, he's a, a little more clean shaped. I just assume that he was, you know, 
was shaving more because he's on a you yeah. know, he's vacationing, got a bit of a tan. Yeah. Uh, but he did say in one of the earlier episodes that he had spent six years. Oh, right. That's right. Um, essentially like in a, on a penal colony or. Yeah. So that was, apparently that was supposed right. to be the, the tip off. Six years. But. Gotcha. I would have never like. Uh, and once nope. again, not having uh, s- seen any previews for the fall for what's coming in episode eight. Um, I had just assumed that we were going to get him, you know, see him in jail and see like a, like a breakout or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Totally missed that too. <laughs> but, but once again, like that's just been people on the internet. So, so we could, it could be wrong. The only thing I will say is that this is the first uh, thing in the in the show that I have found a little bit confusing. Yeah. Um, and maybe it was done on purpose. Maybe the intention was just to, you know, to fool people. Probably. And, well, fooled me. <laughs> so. Uh, Another thing that's been discussed in that scene on the internet is the Orbesh. I don't know if you've noticed any of this. Um, so there's a couple. So during that the trial scene, before mm-hmm. Andor is sentenced, um, he is. They're talking to somebody, and they uh, um, they sentence him to a crime, and then on the little card. Yeah, they swipe something, and in both cases, in that per- in the case of uh, the person before Andor, and then in a- Andor's case, um, they are charged with crimes and uh, and penalties that don't match what they're what they're said out loud. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, now it's Orbesh. Like it could have just been there, you know, like as a, you know, you know, like people, like it just might have been done quickly, and they put, you know, what the actual crimes were and what the other names were as like little, mm-hmm. you know, Easter eggs. Ah, okay. However, I have this theory that it was done intentionally because the Empire doesn't care, and they're just randomly punishing people. No, that's true too. Uh, yep. You know, because there has been so much attention to detail so far in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the fact that they would have, and they make the orb like they make that those scenes so prominent. Yes, you know, like it's almost begging someone to, all right, you know, screen cap it so you can translate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they must have known that that would have been the case. So. So yeah, either I don't know. Uh, I think I like my suspicion better. That it wasn't just a mistake because people were like, "Like this is wrong. It doesn't match up what you know uh, what they charged uh, Andor with." And I just view it as, yeah, "Well, the Empire doesn't care. They're just hey. rubber stamp." Yeah. Move on. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So, anything else about the episode? Um, I got a little excited when we saw the uh, the Imperial droid, the same as K two SO. Got a little. Oh, excited that's for yes, that. that's right. Yeah, we we did see some Imperial uh, <laughs> droids. I don't know what they're. Yeah, got a little excited. I knew I, 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 I as quick as I thought, maybe this is where it meets KS K two SO. I'm like, then that left my head right away. I'm like, nope, it's too early. Yeah, um, I'll admit. For a second, I saw. It, I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you're like, I, I don't think that they wanted this show to be a, uh, you know, like a Cassian in K2SO, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, a buddy show. Um, in fact, uh, I finally got around to listening to a um, 
a podcast uh, from uh, Empire Magazine where, where they had done a, it was a, an Andor special. So they had talked to Diego Luna and uh, Tony Gilroy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it was released before the show started. Um, and they, they don't give out any spoilers. Um, but I had wanted to wait anyways, in case they were just talking about some things in generalities. Cause they had said that at that point they had seen like the first four episodes and whatever. So I was waiting, uh, but anyways, yeah. but so one of the questions they asked Diego Luna is, uh, you know, about coming back to the show or coming back to, to do this to do this show and you know and if they thought that if he thought he would be playing Andor again and he said you know after the movie he didn't think so and then they started to have conversations um but for him he wanted it it had to make sense and and apparently like yeah like one of the original ideas floated was it was just going to be Cassian and K2SO you know going on adventures (laughs) that would have been cool too I'm I'm enjoying the I'm glad they went this way, but that would have been fun to see. It, it, it would have been because yes, they had some you know there were some fun interactions, um, mm-hmm. but one of the things, and this is what um, Diego uh, drew Diego Luna to making the show, or and coming back was being able to see what um, is going to make someone willing to essentially sacrifice their their life for a cause. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you know, and and what's because you know we've got a character that could care less about anything, you know, at the beginning of the show, you know, to where we get where we see him in in Rogue One, where he's you know, willing to sacrifice everything for the cause. Um, yeah, I think I think that's much more interesting than seeing you know, yeah. a, a you know, adventure of the week buddy show. <laughs> but uh, but once again, I agree that I agree. would that would be fun. That would be fun. But again, I'm glad, glad they went the, the proper route. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, anything Absolutely. else about, about the episode? Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to what's next for Mon Mothma after this episode, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, just to see what happens around her. Um, yeah, I'm really. I don't know what direction this movie, this show is going to go. Yeah. Now, have you? We talked about. Was it last week or the week before? We talked about um, previews. Have you found previews for further episodes? I have not. Yeah. Neither have I. I didn't I, look for them. I never look for them. I go on YouTube quite a bit mm-hmm. lately, but and I haven't seen any on my timeline. Yeah. Neither have I. So. Uh, yeah. So yeah, That's I have good. I have no idea what we're going to be getting this week. No. <laughs> no. There's only there's only one thing that I know we're going to be getting in the next four episodes, um, and that's just because it was in the trailers that and it's something that we haven't seen yet. And I can't remember. That's why I'm not mentioning it. <laughs> good, good, good. Don't mention it. Yeah. So, um, oh, oh, there was one thing too. Okay, cool. We kind of find out a little bit more about Cinta as well too. Um, not too much more, but we see her jump on a, kind of a speeder bike, just as like um, a big starter story is entering the atmosphere of, mm-hmm. of uh, the planet. So we know that she's well on her way to wherever she's going. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm assuming we'll see more of her. Yeah, yeah. So we, yeah, we, Assuming. we did get confirmation that she survived, and and that uh, that was all part of the plan. And yep. Um, or was it though? Mm, I don't know. Well, and, and that's what I'm. I'm just. Uh, and that's what I'm just yeah. wondering. I'm so, uh, like, uh, you know, maybe she wasn't intended to, to have been, you know, essentially abandoned there which is which something tells me there's more more to her assignment i guess you can say i think there's more to it um more the there's going to be more to what she's going to do i think i think she's not done yet Mm -hmm. whatever it is yeah because 
we because we did find out though that that Val like didn't come back for. Her. No, because we obviously see her on Coruscant, so. But yeah, I'm. I don't know where I don't know where we're going in this next episode. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm definitely looking forward to, uh, to this week's show. Yep. So, um, a couple things re- related to Andor that uh, came up uh, in the last week. Um. Good news or bad news? Bad news first. Bad news first. All right. If you want to call this bad news. Um, apparently, or sorry, Andor is, Andor's viewership has been lower than uh, all the other uh, uh, live action Disney plus Star Wars shows. That's too bad. Does it surprise you, though? <sighs> You know, it's funny. Um, going by the... Yeah, yes and no. It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't, it doesn't. That sounds weird, I know. But going, again, because I'm on YouTube uh, a fair bit lately, there's not a lot of indoor talk. Mm-hmm. Um, there might be like three or four recaps of the episode and that sort of thing, but there's not a lot of... Um, there's not a lot of chatter about it that I'm noticing than mm-hmm. there usually is for for other Star Wars shows. Like, there's a ton for Obi Wan. There's there's still a ton for Mandalorian, mm-hmm. even though we're, we're still ways out. I'm not seeing the same amount of coverage, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, of Andor as I have seen of other other Disney, uh, other Star Wars shows. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm not too surprised. Uh, do you think that there's a, a lack of coverage because people are not interested or just because there isn't a lot to talk about? Um, I would be, I would say on the contrary, there'd be a lot to talk about. Um, just, you know, we, we just filled up 45 minutes talking about the episode and mm-hmm. everything about it and, and even what, you know, and we don't know even know what's going to come next. We can think all we want, mm-hmm. but that excitement, I would think, would lead to people trying to. What they usually would do is draw their own conclusions as what's going to happen next. But I'm not even seeing that. Uh, no, and and I agree that there there has definitely been less uh, chatter about this show uh, than others. I do think some of it is that. Uh, a lot of YouTube, and this is me being pessimistic, uh, but a, a lot of YouTube is, you know, is capitalizing on negativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I, um, you know, like people will post, you know, they, you know, they, they, you know, title, um, videos, you know, you know, the moment that ruined star Wars forever. And, you know, yeah. there's a screen cap of, you know, something from, <laughs> you know, from the last, you know, an episode of Obi-Wan or, or whatnot. And, and that gets viewers, yeah. right. That gets uh, clicks, yeah. um, mm-hmm. with Andor just saying, Hey, everything is great. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> It's 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 not as it's not as compelling. Um, I I do think there's another reason though why viewership is down, and and this I think will also speak to why we're not seeing as many YouTube videos. Why is that? Is that the story that it's telling is not like week to week, is not like. It's obviously like one long story, right? And and we've seen that there have been chunks, but none of them have felt like there was been like a big bomb or a surprise or, oh my God, can you believe that, you know, that, you know, that thing happened. 
or we or we saw that character like we've seen in all the other in all the other Star Wars shows so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen it in the Marvel shows where it, it really, you know, it's felt like, oh, I need to watch, you know, this episode as soon as it comes out or it's going to get spoiled for me and it'll ruin the show. Yeah. The story that they're telling here isn't that type of show. Mm-hmm, that's very true. And, and I, I wonder if because of that, if there are some people that are just waiting. Um, oh. You know, for the entire season to be out. That's true. Like we just had. So, in fact, as of recording. The season finale of uh, House of Dragons is airing, although mm-hmm. I guess it got pirated and was <laughs> was available two days ago. And then, the, and and then the week prior, we had the season finale of, um, or maybe it was this week. Maybe no, sorry, it was last week. We had the season finale of uh, Rings of Power. Rings, right. Now, I felt compelled to to watch all of Rings of Power on a weekly basis because there were things that I I thought were going to be, that I didn't want ruined for me or spoiled. There were some mysteries and um, reveals and whatnot um, that I, I didn't want spoiled. So I had to watch it week to week. With House of Dragons, and everyone tells me that it's fantastic, and it's probably some of the you know best TV that's that's on right now. Yep. I haven't been getting that the, the sense that oh my god, like if I'm you know like I, all these things are getting spoiled because things aren't getting spoiled. I'm just you know once again the discourse on on that show as well has just been oh it's really great. Hmm. Um. And and I'm in the same boat. I was just I'm just waiting till the season to be over. So after this week, next weekend, I'll be able to sit down and watch the you know like <laughs> power through it. And I and I wonder if that's what people are going to do with with Andor. Boy, they've got a lot of willpower. That's like nine weeks or I mean, up twelve weeks of not watching it at all. But again, there's hasn't been a lot of spoilers, really. Um, no. So they get I, more power to them if they can do that because that's what I plan to to do exactly is when the show's over is to literally sit and watch it as many in a row as I can because being able to see that at the same like all right at, one after the other after the others going to probably give you a different viewing experience mm-hmm. and it is going after a different audience. It is. Yeah. Right. Um, maybe one that is not as rabid, you know, maybe the, you know, maybe people that, uh, you know, grew up with, with star Wars, but maybe are not as interested in it as as they once were. Well, like I, and I'm sure I mentioned before, there was one, uh, guy who made a YouTube saying he was going to stop watching star Wars altogether because this to him wasn't Star Wars because there was no Star Wars talk. There was no stormtroopers in it. There was, you know, your mm-hmm. typical yeah. Star Wars fanfare is not in it. So he had no interest in it whatsoever. Yeah. Well, and you see, people find people find negative stuff to do with people who watch videos. <laughs> I think that's why this yeah. is a, this is a show that I don't think has has had a lot of discourse. Uh, the only thing I did have seen recently, uh, the discourse about the show is that there have been people saying this is what Star Wars should be going forward or that, you know, or this show should be used as the template for Star Wars shows going forward. Um, and I think where the discourse has been is that there's, I think some people are interpreting that as saying that all the Star Wars shows should be like this as far as the tone mm-hmm. yeah. um but i think what people are at least the people that have been making this comment uh, have been saying is that no it's not a matter of the tone it's of the quality quality yeah 
you know, and, and the attention to detail, like this really feels like a well-crafted, you know, um, well-conceived story. Yes, absolutely. You know, more, more so than, um, you know, than Book of Boba Fett. You know, by a long shot, a book of Boba Fett. You know, you uh, you know, compare it to to this. It felt like it was. <laughs> you know, let's just throw something together quickly. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. hey, look, the volume isn't being used next month. Uh, <laughs> hey, you, you want? We we have four weeks. You want to make a Boba Fett show? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Now the good news is. Even though people aren't watching it, the people that are watching it um, are loving it. Um, it is the highest rated Star Wars show of the year. Um, as of last week, it had a 8.1 rating on IMDb and a 91% rating on Rotten yes. Tomatoes. Yep. So to us who are watching it, know how awesome it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, and once again, I think that that speaks to why there isn't as much conversation about it. Like yeah. a, from a content creation standpoint, um, it's not as interesting, uh, you know, especially for those that are posting videos, you know, on YouTube, you know, a couple times a week, a couple times a week posting videos saying, yeah, Andor is great. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So. Yeah. That's the story. Andor is great. Yeah. Um, so one last uh, bit of Star Wars news. Uh, next week, uh, we get the release of uh, Tales of the Jedi. Yes. Um, so we, we've seen episode runtimes. Um, and some of them are lo- longer than I had anticipated, considering they were calling them Star Wars shorts. Mm-hmm. I know, thought I, they would be longer, yeah. Oh, you thought they would be longer? I thought they would have been, yeah. See, I thought they would have been shorter. Because when I hear shorts, I, now I've been... My only point of reference now is the um, the Groot shorts that uh, oh, were on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And those were yeah. like, you know, three to five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the longest episode is episode one, which is 17 minutes. The shortest is episode five, which is 10. Um, most of the episodes apparently were written by, uh, Dave Filoni. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is that, so apparently the, um, a lot of people have already seen them. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I guess, uh, I guess, um, you know, some YouTubers and Star Wars media folk, um, were given an opportunity to watch all of them. And there was no embargo uh, on the reviews. And so everything that's come back that I've seen, and I haven't gotten, uh, been digging into it too deep because I don't want anything spoiled for me. But apparently everything about it, the people say is fantastic. Hooray. Good. Something to look forward to. Yeah. So uh, these come out, is it on Wednesday? I got to look at a calendar. 26th. 26. So that's going to be a busy Star Wars day. That is. <laughs> that is going to be a busy day. So I will say this. Uh, I, I can quite confidently say um, we probably won't be talking about uh, about those on the next episode. <laughs> that would be my guess. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I, like. Yeah, I was surprised. Like, I'm I'm guessing that they that they released it to uh, to the media or to you know people in the Star Wars media to get some buzz about it. Um, yeah. You know, because I, I think probably a lot of people were like me, were like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> and, and I, and I it, care a little bit. I care a little bit. Okay, f- f- fair enough. Like, it, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't like I was disinterested in it no exactly but it it wasn't like all the other shows we had were like i'm like oh i know what you know i know what day it's coming out and you know i'm 
planning on sitting down and watching it all before this was just kind of like all right well when i get time you know i'll, I'll watch it yeah. yeah this has me more interested in in making it a priority to see yep exactly yeah. all right so with that, I think we'll wrap things up for the evening. If you're enjoying the show and you want to leave us a review or leave us a rating, go to whatever podcast service you use and use whatever rating feature is available there. If you want to leave us a message, you can go to anchor.fm slash smells bad outside podcast. And from a mobile device, there's a little button there where you can record a message. During the week, Brent, where can people find you online? They can find me on Twitter at homerj 13 and they can find me on Twitter. I am at the Pie Whisperer. And with that, I think it's time to say goodnight, Brent. Good night, Brent. <laughs>